1: uh we're recording now let's do it let's uh go. you're
2: live you're living through a climate catastrophe
1: that's correct I mean I, I, first of all I want to before we get into that I want to address why the uh the ring light that you left me only works half the time okay tell me more uh well this little see the see see this little remote thing I got here so it's okay. it's powered through Oh, it's blurry it's powered through USB okay it's plugged into the USB has a little light on the thing on the switch that's lit up, indicating that it is connected to power. Mm-hmm. And when I try to use it, it doesn't turn on.
2: You look. So i using the
1: ring light that's on this camera, and it looks. Would you say this looks like an FBI interrogation video? Yeah, but from 1987.
2: Yeah, ex- look, exactly. It, it honestly looks a lot. You you got the Dahmer glasses too. I
1: know. It's kind of it. It honestly, it could be our look. It could be an aesthetic uh, choice. That, but it also might frighten people away, and we don't want that. Uh, hold on, I, I really need to do something.
2: I need to because uh, it's kind of frightening. Hold on, w- wait for me. I want to. I want to give this. Give this intro. Intro. Um, the other day, the Star Report. <laughs>
0: to win an exclusive merchandise package from Evergreen Podcasts. Head to evergreenpodcast.com slash listener survey to help a show and possibly get some free stuff for doing so. We can't thank you enough for the support. Now back to the show. Uh, He started with...
2: Let's see. Oh, you're playing
1: the audio clip from Star? No,
2: no, no. I'm going to try to... I'm going to try to image it. When he says extra messy today so make sure you make sure you're sipping i'm just <laughs> i i love when he says something's gonna be extra messy for people that are new to our podcast eric and i love a gentleman named uh uh, uh what's his uh, troy terrain troy right? terrain yeah. uh aka star uh formerly of star and buck wild uh now of the star report uh the objective perspective yeah uh uh, live from stone harbor he's uh, recently up from uh he moved up from uh, the atlanta area and uh he is the uh what do we call him the people's hater what what what, what, what does he call himself the um ah oh, fuck
1: i forget what the the i, I know well it, it's me it's chiefly the objective perspective which is great. Yeah, but then
2: he then he calls himself something the hater. That is very
1: funny. I like what he's he, like. He addresses his audience as the troll babies. There yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. Good good evening, troll babies. Um uh, and he's great. He's just great. He uh, he uh let's give him this, Eric, if we can. Uh he's his own guy.
1: Oh, that's for <laughs> sure.
2: <laughs> like his opinions are not tailored to making anyone in his audience satisfied at all. (laughs) So he's all over the place. You could call him pro black. You could call him an uncle Tom. You could call him. uh, It's all there depending on. And that's what I love about him is because he's got a normal person, an intelligent person with their own thoughts and their own uh, beliefs about life cannot belong to a, party right like they just can't they can't have uh they they can't just uh have a party line politics uh they are going to occasionally trouble you <laughs> with their ideas and th-
1: he is committed to troubling us with his ideas well he's I like love, he'll love he'll, he'll go out of his way like if he's on the phone with someone who's more liberal he will he'll and he's He's an, he identifies as a conservative for the most part. Uh but he will But 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 he loves cocaine and horse. Yeah, so, and and, so it's and and conservative and, what do these ideas mean? And he's not like he he's he's an avowed atheist. Uh yep. it's great when he talks to religious people. Um but uh he, he so so but like when he's on the phone with someone who's kind of more on the on the conservative spectrum, he will say, I think he's just a troll out and out. Like he, like at the end of the day, I think that's what truly brings him joy. Yeah. Um. Because he, on the, on that last episode, he was just instigating a fight between two callers. And like, he doesn't show it outwardly. Like he doesn't look giddy or excited, but like, you can see, you can see the person beneath the, the flesh and bone. And like, you can tell, that he is in his element and he loves making these two people fight. Loves conflict. He just he like it's it's so interesting to see someone so at peace and like doing exactly what they want to do. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um yeah, he's nope, yeah, we're no we're boss big for this guy. We're big star fans. Uh uh he he's I mean he is a good he's a good he's broadcaster. Great radio yeah he, I mean he's in all-time radio man in whatever capacity radio exists uh he is uh it, it it's 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 good stuff man uh so what do we want to talk about today uh the climate catastrophe currently you're taking, living th-
2: you're living through a climate catastrophe what's it like is the, how's the looting going
1: you ever see you uh I'm gonna ask everybody to suspend their disbelief for a moment H- uh have you ever seen rain before? That's what's – it's it's a rainstorm.
2: Are you suggesting that the people of LA are uh, melodramatic about rain or are you saying that the people online desperate to make me believe that this rainstorm is not just a a direct result of uh, climate change, but the worst possible outcome of it are perhaps uh, overstating their case?
1: Well – I, I don't know if I'd go that far. It remains to be seen, but uh, I will say and, and you know, I guess we're getting the amount of rainfall like certain areas are receiving the amount of rainfall in one shot that uh, it typically should receive in a year, which I, so one of the places they mentioned was Death Valley. And it's like, well, how much should it's not outside the realm of, of possibility for me that all that would take place on a single day? You know what I mean? Like, how many rainy days does the desert get? Two, three, four, sure. you know, but I, listen, I am no expert. um, And I I suppose it's not necessarily melodrama to say that's a lot of rain in one shot. But I well, will but, say, but 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 one to three inches for Los Angeles County is melodrama because New York gets that every other day.
2: Right now, it is fair to say, yes, of course,
1: uh, L.A. is not built for it. No, if you live on a mud hill, if you live on a hill, yeah, yeah, your house could go sliding down. Yeah, that's I get it. If you if the if the land around you is eroding and your home falls into the cliff uh, or falls off the cliff into the ocean, you probably shouldn't have bought a home there. But uh, I get it. I get it. Yeah. Mud slides. Shit happens. Uh, However. It's rain. Just don't leave the house. Just stay home. Just don't don't. Uh, stay, stay home, stay safe. Two weeks to flatten the curve. Yeah. Two weeks to flatten the curve. Stay
2: everybody, uh, do
1: your barista job from home. Yeah, exactly. You can do everything from home now. Is that, are are we allowed to, can I make fun? Can I safely make fun of two weeks to flatten the curve? I think I can, right?
2: Oh yeah. I think the one, the, the one thing, literally the one thing that we can't make fun of right now is Hawaii, because those people are still grieving. uh, Everything else, mm. two weeks to flatten the curve. Listen, are you not, have you not sufficiently grieved grandma yet?
1: I mean, listen, losing anyone in life is rough, but you know, you, you're bound to lose your grandparents, right? I mean, not to, uh, bound to lose everybody.
2: You're bound either to lose everybody.
1: That's, that's the, I, the reality. Yeah.
2: Either by them leaving or by you leaving. That's what it is.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That is the contract that, uh, we. Uh, Although
2: I do, have you ever have you ever thought about somebody whose child is murdered and then how they just have to avoid all media forever? Have you oh, ever thought about that?
1: I used. I worked on a show with. Uh, I worked on a television show with John Walsh. Uh, oh sure. Yeah, that's that is perhaps the primary case of that uh, America's Most Wanted guy. Yeah, I mean, but he, yeah. He,
2: he embraced me. He talked about that shit every day for the rest of his life. True. But imagine like you go through a tragedy of a specific sort that people find completely fascinating, both in true crime and in in fiction works. And mm. y- you're just y- y- there's no way to turn on a television.
1: Yeah, I I don't know if you've noticed your YouTube algorithm, but I watched a. uh a documentary recently that was uh, essentially, I mean, it's, you know, it was, it, it, it was made for YouTube, but it, it mimics very much like the, you know, something you'd see on A&E in the middle of a work day or something. Uh, whereas it, it was about a group of kids, literally like a 15 year old, an 18 year old, uh, you know, a 16 year old, all how shit just got out of control. And, one of them was doing pills and killed one of their friends uh, or mm. someone or it was one of the girl's ex-boyfriends, whatever, whatever. And uh, the documentary is essentially just narration over footage of uh, each of them in separate interrogation rooms. Oh, Not sure. not understanding the only one of them. There's six of these kids. Only one of them says, yeah, you got to get me a lawyer. Yeah. Only one of them. The rest of them give up the fucking whole game, right? They're young kids. They don't get it. They don't understand their rights. Uh, and the entire thing was recorded unbeknownst to them, and then uh, sort of uh, very uh, vapidly turned into a documentary for our enjoyment. Mm. And uh, watching a 18 year old go, "This is my life now. It's over." Ugh. And I'm going to jail forever, be- and this is my life. <laughs> and the cop coming in and going, "Yep, you're going to jail forever." And that's rough. That's a rough one. I mean, you ever think about
2: you ever think about doing something, and then having the knowledge that there it's irreparable? Like oh. I thought about, I thought about people that, like, okay, like let, let, let's, um, uh, in the news the Hawaii guy that may or may not. It's so weird that I can't just take it on face value. Like I've seen multiple reports. I, I, I'm going to have to do some like real, my own journalism <laughs> because it's, it's one of those things that's too conveniently poised for exploitation by in this circumstance, let's say right-leaning uh, media. Yeah. Uh, the fella who is like a water rights advocate with indigenous beliefs about Hawaiian water. Forgive me, everybody. I don't understand what the man was fucking saying. Uh, You've seen all this footage. No, I haven't. Okay. So allegedly there is this fella uh, who oversees some, He's a bureaucrat, but he oversees some store of water, uh, and did did not give the okay to uh, facilitate the water getting to uh, where it needed to get to to potentially put out or 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 slow the Hawaiian wildfires, Mm. right? And the reason that he is a figure at this exact moment isn't because he just he might have made that bureaucrat hurricane Katrina style decision it's because there's footage of him giving like uh, maybe not a conference but he was zooming into something maybe a show where he's talking about how water needs to be respected before it can be applied it, 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 he's basically talking about some like almost spiritual view of water that may or may not have to do with the indigenous beliefs of the hawaiians i don't know everybody i don't i listen i've never even fucking been to hawaii i couldn't spell it correctly but <clears throat> uh it just eric doesn't it feel too goddamn like oh this is a layup the, the, this is too easy for the for the crowd that wants to yell that uh, you know, identity politics are, are are the death of Western culture. It just feels too easy. So I've been meaning to look into it with a real eye. I don't know, but if it is true that this fella uh, uh, stalled the release of water that would have helped people because of his ideological, uh, I guess, concrete shoes. Uh, what would it be like to live with the deaths of over a 100 people on your shoulders what, what and now we're getting to this is very early early in the episode to get this heavy but i was thinking about this man and i was thinking about what it would be like to know that you are at least indirectly and i'm not saying two steps indirectly the way that i'm indirectly responsible for the guy who made my cell phones uh you know missing a hand or or suiciding or or whatever being killed by a warlord i'm talking about very directly, no denying it. You said no, 100 people dies.
1: What is it? How do you feel, Eric? Uh, I would find it hard to not walk around with that guilt, yeah. You yeah. start drinking? Maybe. Maybe. Jesus? Well, look. Those I are think the only there, options. That's the, it. <laughs> the reality is, is I think most people just figure out ways to either, if not rationalize it, uh, then to uh, just figure out they, – something happens in your brain that – Is probably extremely human that, uh, you know, because this, this documentary I was watching, you know, when no one's in the room with them, you know, you immediately, it's like, it's like the stages of grief or it's like fight or flight. It's just something that happens in your brain where it's like your brain is making sense of something. Right. And yeah, I would think that the initial reaction to if you were, (laughs) if your decisions were the result of hundreds dead, um, well, you might make a great politician, but but uh, mm. also uh, no, I would imagine your first, your first stage is uh probably shock and and disbelief, then it's probably ex. I would I would think extreme grief, uh, and extreme darkness, but I think you eventually walk out of that with uh some kind of level of rationalization of like, what well, we done? what could I have done. You know, like, or it wasn't my decision, or you know, I was following the advice. You know, everybody, we we rationalize. That's just that's well, that's what people do. We we discussed
2: what the uh, what the Japanese uh, word for "it is what it is." Uh, are you familiar with this? Did we talk about it?
1: No, I don't think so. Bakabazi,
2: shogunai. Oh, uh, it means what can be done. Shogunai. So, uh, do you say shogunai? Uh, sorry about sorry about those sorry about those Hundo people, shogunai.
1: Yeah, I, I, I guess. I mean, what shrug? What, well, <laughs> shrug is, sounds sounds callous. Uh, but 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 I mean, I think that is ultimately the answer. Is like once it's done, you can't put the toothpaste back in the tube. Uh, what do you do? I mean, the decision was made, perhaps an error, perhaps uh ill advised, but uh once you're at the other end of it. Shog, shog what was it shogunized shogunai shogunai that's you know wh- wh- what can you do uh i don't know but yeah people find jesus people people get drunk i mean the world eventually forgets uh for better or for worse um you know like what do you think the cops the cops that failed the kids at uvalde where are they now uh you know what <laughs> My girlfriend
2: is still angry. She's still appalled. Like when she, every time it comes up, she'll say, wait, did those men really get no, no jail time? No, nothing. And I was like, yeah, I, I don't think so. I think they're chilling, <laughs> but you know, cause she's a mother. It's like, so it's very impactful for her. The idea that you could be I, I, now tell me if I'm wrong about this, were they stopping people from going in as well? Because that's where it's really bizarre. Like you're unwilling to go in, but you're not. Like you know,
1: where did that take place? That was that in Texas. You're talking. To, uh, oh, the Uvalde thing. Um, you know, I don't know if I ever got like a. The, the reality is, and we talk about uh, we talk about it frequently on this podcast, is like what's real. I don't know. I I everything comes to me through the filter of the internet or through uh, news or whatever. Uh, was it true that they received that? Were they interrupting a blood ritual and had to let it play out? I, I don't, maybe that's what some conservative wackos think. Um, you know, were they, yeah, were they told not to, or was it just cowardice? I mean, if it was cowardice, uh, yeah, I especially when it comes to kids, I would think that you'd become a washed up alcoholic after that. Got um, it, right? Like, you got to get strung out, and so. I, I always
2: I always retain or maintain rather that th- that to live in your own private hell is worse than anything I could do to you so when we're fixation on incarceration, well a good man living with with guilt is experiencing more pain than I could provide do, do you know what I mean but yeah. then the question is how many good men are there you know uh you know we've always on this podcast we celebrate G depp. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Who turned himself, who turned himself in, uh, after multiple times, uh, going into, uh, police precincts, uh, uh, drunk, uh, trying to confess. They turned him away. Eventually it took. And, uh, uh, he confessed to a murder. Uh, imagine walking around with a murder that you feel so bad about Yeah, that you, that you are in your quiet moments, like where maybe you've been sipping, you, you find yourself somehow at a police station saying, I did this thing and please take me away. Imagine, imagine that like, like, and then imagine the guy who doesn't feel it at all. Like, uh, do you see the, um, the pastor who was arrested after 40 years or something for killing a little girl?
1: No. What the fuck was that?
2: Uh, little girl disappears on the way to school. Uh, this uh unsolved for 20 or more years i think it happened maybe late 80s something like that whatever uh and uh turned out it was the it was the pastor and he got jammed up by i as i understand it a diary entry but not his diary another child's diary that was that said that this that this pastor touched her and she believed that he killed this little girl and then they went it looked into it and was like oh shit <laughs> we didn't think about the pastor mm-hmm. so the pastor but but here's what's crazy the pastor had he he had uh as i understand it uh consoled the family and that level of darkness where you are sobbing In sympathy with the person, the parents of the person you killed, but they don't know that you're the child's murderer. Another case of this: a woman uh, just set uh, this would almost I I think this was in the Star report as well, actually. Uh, Oh, at Home Depot. Well, Home Depot, Home Depot shooting. Uh, Baby mama, mama, grandma wants her son's baby mama out of the way. She says, Get over here and shoot this bitch, you pussy. And uh, he goes over there, shoots her, and then they get away with it for enough time that the mother goes to the wake. Grandma goes to the wake.
1: Wow. Dark. Go into your ops wake. Shogunai. (laughs) So
2: hold on, listen to this. Yeah. Shogunai is an important word in Japanese, it can be translated as. It can't be helped. Mm -hmm. It is often used to describe Japanese culture, thinking, and values. Shogunai is essentially a philosophy. Now we're getting dark here. It says that if something is out of your control, it's better to quickly accept it and move on. Uh, Shogunai explains why Japanese people can deal with terrible situations such as disasters without complaining. It also explains how Japan recovered so quickly from World War II after many of its cities had been completely destroyed.
1: Uh, So is this positive or negative, Shogunai? It might be positive, uh, you know, there, there's, well, I suppose it depends on the context. If you murdered someone, we would hope as a, as a civilized society that, uh, you, you bear that burden of guilt, that you did something wrong, that you ruined a life, that you ruined other, the, the, the lives of the loved ones. Uh, mm. so no, perhaps shogunai doesn't work in that situation, but yeah, if you're, listen, if the climate catastrophe currently taking place outside my window uh, takes my apartment for action ex- No, that doesn't. That example doesn't work because that would be a blessing. Um, <laughs> if my parents' house burned down, that would be very sad. But perhaps, shog- you know, Shogunai. what are you going to do? You know, that the, the, the New York version is what are you going to do?
2: Well, I like I like that you made it your parents' house then burned <laughs> down. Okay. I mean, yeah, Shogunai. <laughs> Fuck it.
1: I mean, it. Listen, it, I'm not saying it wouldn't be unfortunate. It wouldn't be traumatic in some way. But what's what's to be done? What are you going to do? You got to move on. You do got to move on. Sometimes you got to move on. I mean, Shogun, it. shitty old house. You get the insurance money, <laughs> um, <laughs> or or you get eighteen percent of it. Uh, so in the in the in the spirit of where last episode was it last episode two episodes ago we decided were the the producers right and that. Uh,
2: the worse that our podcast gets, the more listeners we get. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So I'm wondering if, uh, I'm wondering how to continue that, that gimmick. Right. And I, I maybe we could make it our shit terrible. Yeah. He, uh, th- th- here's a wik- a Wikipedia page, human rights in Afghanistan. <laughs> that is terrible. <laughs> we could just read from, from terror. We can read, read the terrors of the world. This is uh this is the blood meridian of, uh, podcasts. um, I haven't been paying attention to much going on, and I've had a good day because of it. Uh, I know that you need a a quick, you need a quick primer. Well, maybe. I mean, other than I haven't been paying attention to Maui too much. Uh, They're saying DeSantis has no riz that uh, Vivek is going to win. Someone invented a car that runs. You know, every other year, someone invents a car that runs on water and what the CIA CIA kills him, right? Yep. I'm sick of it. Shogun you're never getting it to market. No. And I, honestly, if I figured out a way to get a car to run on water, I'd just keep it to myself. A hundred percent. Right. I <laughs> just save that I, gas I don't need money. To be,
2: yeah. Well, I also don't need to be murdered in uh, Obama's uh, pond or whatever. <laughs>
1: right. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I don't need to get caught uh, paddle surfing outside the Obama ranch. Uh, so he,
2: I'll give you the quick news. Yeah. Right? Give
1: me the rundown. I've been
2: selling my soul, mm. working all day, mm. overtime hours for bullshit pay, so I can sit out here and waste my life, drag back home and drown my troubles away. Mm. Uh, and then I say, "It's a damn shame." What the, I don't everybody. I've only is heard this song once. I don't is know this the is fucking a sheer cadence. terror song. What are you doing? <laughs> it's a.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> this is. Oliver Anthony with Richmond, North of Richmond. That I, oh, I thought I had a handle on, but I only listened to it once. So now I'm realizing that I'm very fucking far off. It's a, it's a damn shame what the world's gotten to for people like me and people like you. You're doing sheer terror. Wish, wish I could just to wake up and it not be true. Yeah, that's fucking sheer terror. Yeah, but it is. Oh, it is. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's that's very fucking sheer terror. Mm-hmm. Um. And then when he uh, slams uh, Welfare Moms, that is also very shit.
1: I like when he takes a shot at fat people. Yeah, that's a, I, I like that, too. Takes a shot
2: at uh, poor fats. I mean, but he looks like a poor fat to me. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's true. Let's see. Uh, but, uh, I do like, well, <laughs> listen, in all the slamming of this guy, are we not going to admit this is a good line? Well, God, if you're five foot three and you're three hundred pound, talks taxes ought not to pay for your bag of fudge rounds. <laughs> fucking, there's never been anybody in the history of music who ever fucking said fudge rounds. <laughs> this, uh, listen, I was, I was like, oh yeah, listen, this tacky, tacky, uh, like astroturf, like fucking, like the, the industry plant, like, like you know, for right wingers. Which, by the way, everybody, I don't understand. You're mad that this guy's around, but does that mean that you're also mad at Greta Thunberg or no? Do you know what I'm saying? Like, mm. if if the problem if the problem is this dude's not legitimate enough for me, I feel like we got to do some self examination. <laughs> you know, what I mean? like, yeah, this dude might be an absolute fraud that fell in with some. Uh, although I guess he's got a catalog, so maybe not an absolute fraud, but like maybe he's an absolute fraud that fell in with some. Uh, you know, producer types that said, "Hey, we can make this uh, a thing," blah blah blah. But that's that's music, that's music right there, everybody. Mm. <laughs> that's just how it works. Like if this guy, I mean, go look at Sexy Red, who's uh, we 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 read her uh, the comments on 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 her media uh, a few weeks ago. Uh, is that person not likewise being? Like promoted, prompt, like propped in some way, in the same way that this individual is. I mean, no one's get, no one remembers
1: Greta. <laughs> nobody <laughs> does remember. Greta. we for, we forgot Greta in twenty twenty one. No one's thought fact. about her since then. Uh, hold hold on, I'm gonna need
2: you to hold it down for one second. Can you do uh, it? Yeah, I guess G- so. Talk about these rich men north of Richmond.
1: I mean, it's obviously. It's like the most obvious, like astroturfed fucking uh, bullshit I've ever fucking heard in my fucking life. Um, I don't have anything meaningful to say about it, other than uh, the song. We, I think we talked about it last time too. The song fucking sucks. Um, and and you know, I mean, maybe I have to wait for Pat to get back before I mention this because I'm sure he'll have something to say about it. But to me, there's a. Forgive me if I repeat this uh there's a notion that let's wait for pat we're gonna wait for pat everybody hang on. i'm gonna i'm gonna put it on pause stand by no i paused because i had something uh actually uh pertinent to say about Northmen north of richmond that i figured that i didn't want to repeat myself and i wanted you to be here to respond please to. I, i'd love to hear it uh i find it i don't know what the right word is um I I I find it frustrating that it seems the lamenting now it's not this kid's fault, the kid wrote the song, right? But uh the conservatives that rally around the, the content of the lyrics being uh upset with the state of affairs that the country is in, that they themselves actively contributed to. That you oh, know, sure. like you know what I mean?
2: This, like this so- is too big an idea though. Come on.
1: But like suck my dick like you fucking you're talking about, uh, you know, taxes and watching what you do. And you know what I mean? Like these lyrics and stuff. And again, this kid, I guess, is what, twenty five, twenty six. You know, he was a, a child when Bush was around, but it's like, yo, Bush is the motherfucker that like brought that shit to the front. And you all fucking loved that guy so suck my dick that you're like against this shit now because you loved it when you thought it was protecting you from the a-rabs. Yeah, hey,
2: listen, people love things until it doesn't work for them. That's that's just what it is.
1: You know what I mean?
2: Like everybody loves everything, everybody hates everything until it benefits or hurts them and then they, you know, it, it, it it's a different story.
1: Mm. Climate I'm a catastrophe. Listen.
2: Climate catastrophe, as I understood it, uh, it,
1: it there there was uh, some rain. Raining. It's currently raining. Uh, human rights. Oh, and- I'm
2: finally seeing some good footage. I'm finally. I So my I've been scrolling uh, uh, Twitter while we talked this and it's just uh, because it's I looked at some of this climate catastrophe in Southern California uh, tweets and now that's all I get. And it's all very self-serious with one guy. One guy talking about how torrential rain caused him to have to turn around on the highway. And the footage that he shows doesn't depict that at all. It just, it, <laughs> I mean, I mean, honestly, like if, if you've ever driven in the rain, you've met this man's standards of tor- torrential rain. <laughs> let me see. <laughs> let me
1: see that. Send let me. me see if
2: I can't find it. That's not the footage I'm looking at right now. The footage I'm looking at right now. Hold on. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to send you some lit ones. This is more what I'm into. This is a guy who is not taking life seriously, and I respect that.
1: Mm. I went to the gym earlier. Who gives a shit? Who gives a shit, man? Never driven in the rain. I mean, I've driven in some pretty hairy situations before.
2: Oh, I mean, I'm listen, I drive for a living. It, yeah. It's the most unsafe thing I've ever done. It's this guy is
1: cool. Oh, he's going to get hepatitis.
2: Yeah, I mean, he's done in some ways, but but I think it's cool.
1: Oh, no, he went fully. So this is a guy that is swimming around in a flooded basin. What looks like was formerly perhaps a parking lot or is just a parking lot underwater. Oh, my guy. You're going to get like TB or something. What are you doing? Hard, hard, hard not to. And everybody,
2: listen, I know one. uh, It's the same thing every time. Uh, Somebody, some dumb mother is going to drive her seven-year-old on a, on a flooded road in a panic, they're both going to die. And then I'm going to look like an asshole for not taking this thing seriously. But uh, uh, respectfully to that, to that uh, hypothetical deceased seven-year-old at some point, we've got to take responsibility for ourselves in these things. And when you, when you do like fundamentally stupid things that would be life risking in any circumstance, it's, it's hard. It's hard to kind of, you know, come on, (laughs) we still got to have some, we still got to clown it a little bit.
1: How how do you like this guy who responds to this video and just says Trump voter? Fuck. So people, you gotta, you gotta stop. You gotta get, let it go, bro. Let it it go. go. And then there's a response to them that just says, No, he's clearly out supporting Hillary. Oh, because I guess it's Hurricane Hillary. At least that's clever
2: ish. Yeah, yeah. that that works ish.
1: Still pretty easy, but whatever. Uh, (laughs) It's all easy. Yeah, but Trump voter.
2: Give it up. You got to give it up, man. Uh, Look at this person talking about this. This flood headed towards Palm Springs. Everybody yes this is technically headed towards Palm Springs it does this not seem highly dramatic
1: uh well I don't know I can't say oh you're sending me a thing let's see oh that's it's uh, a lot of water I guess
2: I listen it's an intimidating amount of water if I encountered it I'd be nervous but I'm just saying I just think we're it's becoming difficult when we oversell things all the time.
1: Oversell everything and then forget that's about us- it in a week. Yeah. Right. Like, yes.
2: like this podcast reads as insensitive a lot of the times because we're completely a nerd to this shit. You know what I mean? Like, It's just like, how seriously are you supposed to take things like this?
1: It's uh, a great question. I, I mean – Ooh, that's some ugly, that's some nasty looking water. But you know, look, yeah, I mean, does how what percentage of people that aren't that weren't immediately affected by it uh remember the uh Ohio train derailment? Oh God, come on, nobody. There was one someone said something that happened this year that it blew my mind how much I forgot about it. Yep. Uh happens all the time. And I I forgot what it was again. Uh uh no and and the train derailment thing is like that seems pretty bad that's like it's gonna allegedly it was i mean yeah i mean i would think that it's gonna people are gonna have cancer from that for a minute no maybe kids i would would think you know kids be it's like the remember the uh the oblongs remember that show I do not remember the Oblongs. You don't remember the Oblongs? It Was, was that so, like
2: a cartoon network? I, I don't fucking know. Yes,
1: it was a cartoon. It was like an adult cartoon show from the early to mid-thousands. Uh, but the premise was about a town that uh was affected by a like uh, nuclear reactor meltdown fallout. So all the characters in the show were like deformed. Um, okay,
2: I like this stuff.
1: It was funny. It was a funny show, but I think it was based on a real thing. Uh, which is perhaps insensitive, but, uh, you know, but, but my point is, um, yeah, this, this type of shit happens and it's horrendous and, uh, you would hope that people would care enough to demand some kind of accountability for the fact that, uh, perhaps, uh, an entire town, uh, was poisoned and perhaps people that wouldn't have otherwise had cancer are going to develop cancers because of uh, industry-wide, uh, because of failures, failure, uh, failure to account for them. So, but we, I guess we probably forgot about it.
2: We forgot about it. What is I this? mean, wh- wh-
1: what about oh. drinking water? Uh, I I enjoy drinking water.
2: Also, can Wiz Khalifa end it with the weed?
1: Everyone's got to end it with the weed, bro. You know my stance.
2: I know, but I know, but listen, I love kombucha. I love it. I yeah. don't make a point to be like, to be like, hmm, sipping on that booch. You, you know what <laughs> I'm saying? Like, should. I just like, who the fuck needs to? We're overselling everything. I'm tired.
1: <laughs> Out here, just sipping on that booch. I'm, it's Saturday night. I'm sipping. <sighs> <It's> just <laughs> embarrassing shit, man. I'm sipping. Uh, yeah. Whatever, man. The weed, listen, don't even get me on a jag, man. I can't stand weed. I can't stand it. No, it gets worse every day. Where was I? Where was (laughs) I? I was somewhere recently. Oh, I was in the fucking grocery store. Not in Hollywood. Where was I? I guess it was in like Silver Lake-ish or maybe it was like Glassell Park or something. And I was at the grocery store and like I'm walking around fucking buying groceries and someone comes out of the bathroom and there's just like a a stink cloud of weed. And I was like, can you go... Can you not smoke weed in the grocery store? Listen, <laughs> no, they, they can't stop.
2: They, they got to do it everywhere.
1: because uh, <laughs> nowhere sacred.
2: Listen, I was around uh, in Australia. I didn't know this. First, okay. Firstly, Eric, did you
1: know that there's people still doing uppers? It's uh, doing anything is a risk, man.
2: No, but no, no, no. The, the, uh, the, these people. So, I, okay. I didn't know what a Dexie. I know what a Dexie is. But I've never been around. I don't hang out with fucking truck drivers, so I didn't know that people were still like taking speed in the form of pills, right? Mm-hmm. So, uh, but people out here uh, d- do do de- Dexies, right? Dexies. Uh, what the fuck my, is that? Dexys, it's like Dex. Dexter. I mean, it's, you know, we're gonna get this fucking DM. <laughs> uh, Dexie's, uh, is it, well, so Dexie's Midnight Runners is got the name because of Dexie's, right? So, uh, the, the drug the De- dexo, okay, dextroamphetamine is the shit that people just like. That's like an upper, right? That's <laughs> like uh, you take a like a they probably. Oh, let's hold on. Let's look at their. We want to be the worst podcast ever. Let's uh, see what they're called all the different names for dexies uh, bu- bu- bu. okay so Adderall is technically a Dexy. Mm. okay so so Adderall uh, is pulled from uh, it's mixed with amphetamine salts uh, or mixed amphetamine mixed uh, amphetamine salts is what Adderall literally is mm. and uh, that is pulled from de- dextro uh, amphetamine uh, so people out here are out, are taking whatever these, like,
1: truck driver drugs
2: are all the yeah. time. and as, trying, to,
1: trying to get their butthole loose.
2: Well, I think what they're trying to do is, dr- like, drink a 30 rack and still stand up. You know what I mean? Because that's but, what they're into out here. That's what they love. What's the point so, of that? It, listen, do you ju- it, it, it's so crazy that I'm the straight edge one, and somehow you have become Mr. Judgmental. <laughs> you know what I mean? <clears throat> crazy cuz every time drugs come up now you go just feel, or or drinking you'll be like it feels like unneeded uh unneeded calories
1: yeah you know? well that's i mean it's true is it not but no but like i don't understand if you want to drink a 30 rack it's to get fucked why would you take something that would get you less fucked
2: so that so that's what i find interesting is i guess people want to stay like okay a friend of mine out here uh I found out he didn't drink, he drinks when he drinks, he drinks like a 30 rack. Like, well, when he's out with people, he drinks, like he's drinking everybody under the bar. And I found out he didn't drink for two years during the pandemic. And I said, why did you start again? He goes, oh, because I only drink socially. And I was like, but you drink like 17 beers socially.
1: Mm. And he goes, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just, I'd like to stay out, be social. You know what I mean I so see, that guy's at least less dark i w- I was I like drinking alone oh yeah that, I mean that's a, nothing, nothing is dark, darker it's a dark personality <laughs> man nothing it's is just, darker it just made me feel cozy I don't know yeah I mean listen uh,
2: these dexies right which is what they call them out here maybe, maybe they're just all taken out or whatever but I think you can still get dexa I think you get Dexa amphetamine dexamphetamine five yeah okay i'm looking at these so uh you can still get these and as annoying as somebody that's on speed is and as uncomfortable as that person is to be around i'll still take it over weed
1: yeah you you always seem to vibe with this with the uppers crowd uh
2: It's annoying, but I I hate people missing my meaning or needing me to talk slower.
1: Mm. Do you know? I mean?
2: <laughs> and, that's, and that's what
1: that's what weed is about, man. Well, the thing is, I mean, it's a risk doing anything. Doesn't everything have fenfen in it now? No, no, no. So
2: I think that. Well, I mean, look, if you're getting your Adderall, and it's it's like. You know, the pills are clumsily pressed in a way that makes it look like th- like they're bootlegged. I-, I don't think you should take you- that Adderall. But if you're getting like a stolen prescription, I think you're probably safe with Adderall, right? Actually, why even steal a prescription? I- everybody can just go get a prescription. If I just say, hey, I'm having a difficult time focusing, I could go get an Adderall
1: prescription. Who is seeing the Blue Beetle?
2: You no, know, nobody is the answer. I mean, look, can we agree that it is weirdo shit to be deeply invested in the financial outcome of a movie that you didn't
1: make? Can we agree <laughs> on that? Because mm. there are
2: so many people wrapped up in this.
1: Yeah, because it's like, it's, it's, uh, is it schadenfreude is that is that the, the yeah like, that's exactly what it is that is ex- is normal i think schadenfreude i think that's ex- extremely human uh yeah but, but why do we care if blue beetle dies <laughs> because you want because we're so sick of this shit that we're thirsting for the death of it not specifically blue beetle but of of the uh superhero film industry die
2: die I mean, well, that's the thing, right? Is people are tired of this bullshit. So Blue Beetle doing 25 million in its opening weekend uh, is – that's a – like, look, and I can see it. I can see why somebody would be excited to see what they think is trash media to to limp and die. I can understand that. But uh, the people that, like, religiously – I don't know if you saw this trend. There was all these people – this is a this is weird shit. And listen, everybody, I spend my time on some bizarre Wikipedias. I read Sebastian Bach's Wikipedia the other day. No reason I should give a <laughs> fuck with it. And then I read his father's Wikipedia. <laughs> this is where my life is at. No, but, I I love
1: a Wikipedia hole. Oh goodness.
2: But uh but the idea of going to my local theater's website. Attending to buy a ticket so that I can look at the seating chart to see how many seats are taken in that theater. And then screenshotting that mm. and putting it online as evidence of the fact that the Blue Beetle is bricking is it is too much effort for I mean, then again I have I have a I have a folder of losers. <laughs> on, my de- on, on my desktop <laughs> so maybe i don't got a thing to say i guess fuck it whatever enjoy your enjoy your time however you want you know what i mean we're all uh, fucking the reapers coming
1: folder of losers huh
2: i do i have a folder of uh people that i've screenshotted that i think are absolute fucking losers and i check on them every once in a while
1: yeah i, I can remember going over the- maybe this should be a reoccurring segment because i remember that was pretty fun i think we discovered some of them got their accounts suspended. Yep, Some of them yep. are still losers. Uh, I don't think anything was... I don't think we ever discovered anything too... Uh, uh, too no, re- al- revelatory.
2: Although, I have not been keeping pace with it. Like, all of these mask forever people that I send you... Oh, yeah. Uh, which, by the way, I'm. I'm just going to say this again, everybody... Every band I know played with covid. Period. Period. <laughs> oh wow, you're outing them now. Period. Every you, single band I know, what happened? You're you're your Patty the snitch now. Including the bands that honestly tried really hard to be safe. But the, like there's a lot of bands that tried really hard to be safe. Not a lot. <laughs> Not a lot. <laughs> there's there's a handful of bands who took it very seriously. And yeah. even them over the course of a year, there was no way for them to avoid it. It just is what it is. Shogunai. Mm-hmm. And eventually everyone understood that. And they may not have tested to get to be like, oh, I've got it. But they did the other great thing. Not test and know that they have it in their hearts which is what so many of them fucking did. Maybe, maybe ultimately every band. So when, when I see, you know, these incredibly lame, twenty, you know, t- twenty fifteen indie acts say things like, say things like, you know, uh, masking is still important at shows. Uh, you know, you risk everybody's good time. Blah blah. blah. It's like, listen. It's possible that you're the only only group of, of traveling seven individuals who haven't received this yet. It's possible, but more likely you're lying. And why are you lying in front of everybody? It's embarrassing. We all know. Also, uh, Ninja Turtles, it, it, they – Okay, several studio sources tell The Hollywood Reporter that the new Ninja Turtles film's earnings at the box office could be hurt by as much as 15% by lack of
1: promotion by stars during the writer's strike.
2: Mm. What do you think about that?
1: Uh, I think just like Trump, we got to let go of the Turtles. (laughs) The Turtles time has come and gone, and I love (laughs) the Turtles. Go off on that. There's a dog attacking people in my house. Hold on. The turtles' time is—it's—it's it's over, man. It's over for the turtles. They're—they're. They're, it's like trying to bring back He-Man. It's like this belongs to another generation. I love the Ninja Turtles. I grew up with the live-action films; those were great when I was a kid. But it's time to let it go, man. The turtles are spent. It's—it's. It, it's, we can't. We can't do this anymore. Uh, I—I I think, I think we got to let go of the. The Ninja Turtles. Um, I didn't even see the new movie. It looked, it did. Well, I mean, listen, no adult should see the new Ninja Turtles movie. I think that's fair to say, right? No, no. You adult, you're, you're over the turtles. Is this, I'm, I'm, have you been going on turtles for this long? I've been, I've been shitting on the turtles, man. It's, it's no adult should see the new Ninja Turtles movie. <laughs> okay. And, and no I mean, kid should be interested in the Ninja Turtles.
2: I, that, I kind of feel that way. Although my friends with kids saw it, like my comic book friends with kids saw it. And this, they say it was aside from some like kind of like woke slogans written on walls and posters and shit. They said that it, it was not like the Seth Rogen abortion that you
1: would anticipate it
2: would be. Thank
1: God, thank God. I think maybe we've caught maybe the film industry. It's been enough time where they caught up to the fact that people are like we're, we're beyond that moment. Except, wait a second. What?
2: I, it, it, I'm gonna, i going to, I got to take us in a radically different direction for one second so I
1: can get your opinion. Mm.
2: Have we discussed partner on this podcast?
1: Like, like calling your, your girlfriend or boyfriend, your partner.
2: I just, this is a crossover now, everybody. I just had a 15 minute long argument with the guys on extra grind because I, I said that Somebody used the word partner and it, it just, I don't like it because it's not descriptive enough, right? Like it doesn't tell me anything I need to know about who, like, like I need to know, like, if you're talking to me about your partner, their, their gender, even if it's the gender that they're identifying with, like, and rather than assigned sex, whatever these conversations are, it, it still might be, it, it's still information that, that if you want to bring me into the conversation, I'm kind of going to need to know, Right. And I think partner obscures it and it also, and these guys, these fucking my age men. So let's just call them old men. were like, no, you know, who needs, who needs that information? You know what I mean? That's nobody's business. And I was like, you fake woke old bitches. Like, what are you, what are you talking about? Like, and I was like, I was like, we all know the deal. My lesbian friends are like, yeah, it's weird that they took partner from us. You know, because I mean? lesbians that used to be a lesbian thing is my partner. And now it is everybody just calls it, this came up because my girlfriend is like, yeah, I don't know. I don't like girlfriend. Like I, 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 girlfriend feels that's like something you have in high school. Like we're life partners, but there should be another word. And I'm like, yeah, it should be wife. I just have to, you know, like, unfortunately uh, cost a living, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, <laughs> like actually for anybody. I would have proposed this is real. I would have proposed to my girlfriend already if I understood rings better. Is that right? <laughs> this, this is real. I don't understand the ring thing. I don't want to sound like a total fucking hick. I just don't get it. Like I'm told that there's a percentage that you're supposed to make it of your salary. Whose rule is that? Where do I find a ring? How do I find a ring that's special and unique and it kind of like, because I don't care about the money, but I would like it to look, this is my girlfriend's probably going to listen to this and be like, why does my ring need to be some special grandma shit? I just would like a nice looking, but I like things to have personality, right? So I'm just on the hunt. I've talked to a couple of jewelers, but I'm on the hunt. And uh, the point is, yes, you will get a new name. It will not it, you 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 won't be girlfriend forever. But I don't like partner, man. Partner just tell it makes I always think of hey, business partner.
0: Well, hey, podcast listener. My name is Vince, and I'm the host of a show called The R R Show. It stands for Reddit Readings. We're gonna sit down twice a week and I'm gonna bring you the most entertaining stories from all the best subreddits that exist online. Things like malicious compliance, petty revenge, hey lady, I don't work here.
1: I kind of like
2: partner. I got, I got no problem with it. Oh God. You, why don't you join your boyfriends for your partners, fucking uh, uh, Tom and Bob. And you got, you guys can be all the old fake woke guys.
1: Well, it just sounds it. I think, and I think what, what your, uh, what your life partner is expressing is it just sounds more, uh, sounds more adult. I don't know. Yeah. I do.
2: Decidedly. So yes.
1: Yeah. (laughs) But I'm just
2: saying like, I, it helps me if i'm meeting somebody for the first time and they want to talk to me oh god why am i getting wiz khalifa content um yeah. i said wiz khalifa now wiz khalifa content is just appearing um but my point is i i just uh i think it's like bob thought that that girlfriend sound sexier and i think he's probably <laughs> i think he's probably right in that but i'm gonna to try to make an effort to call my girlfriend a partner it's just it does not come naturally all
1: right right you, you want to talk like, about the, du- the duality of man uh please. I, I so before we started this podcast i had a long a phone convo with uh with joe boots who's uh getting ready to uh have his uh first his wife is getting ready to have his first child mm. and uh and we were talking, Shog- about, Shogunai. We were talking about how uh Congrats to them, by the way. Shout out Joe Boots and Yasmin. Um, we were talking about, like, how annoying it is, how people our age are, uh, you know, we're in our mid-30s, whatever, and uh, people that, the coddling of the American mind, right? The, the, this this delayed adolescence, this, uh, we're talking about how people are stuck in their, their inside a child mind, and how people need to grow the fuck up and be fucking adults. But, no, we're, we're children. I, I mean, there's delayed adolescence is
2: now going on into. I I was a delayed person. I was probably operating on the level of a 19 year old until a year and a half ago.
1: But but well, <laughs> that well, my point my point is the duality of man is now. I'm looking at someone posted photos of like the uh, the OG like X Men action figures, and uh, <laughs> I want them.
2: Okay, yeah, yeah. Well, th- that is the duality, man. You need to be an adult, and yet you're looking at battle beasts.
1: Look at this, oh man! Well, it it really, uh, I can see how people fall into the shit, man, because like it scratches that nostalgia itch, and I'm like, oh, hundred yeah, percent, I remember. These. I try
2: to resist it, like like if it's like, oh, it's hey, a drug, you... yeah, no, no. But I'm trying to, I'm not trying to be that person. I'm
1: Look not, at I'm these not to... stupid things. I'm gonna send them to you. Look at this stupid shit. I want the like, I want the Professor X. It has the little laser guns in his fucking armchair and uh, the the brood. That's cool, yeah, I remember, man. I remember S-
2: these like it was yesterday, man. S-
1: Sauron. I would like a
2: strong guy action figure. Sure. I don't remember strong guy. He was a member of X Factor. Oh, okay. Um, uh, I had all is- these. I had all these. So strong guy's, uh, thing is that, uh, he has to release kinetic energy. So if he's, if he's bumped or hit in some way, he has to release it instantly or his body becomes horribly deformed. He didn't know that when he first got his powers. So when he got hit by a car, he just became like super pumped up and big in this, like pretty dis unbecoming gross way, uh, and it would continue to happen if he if he didn't, he has to like punch walls and shit. If he, anyway, um,
1: I know people. Like his that. name's his name's also Guido. Oh, that's cool. And yeah, I want, look at this. I want Bishop. I want Tusk. I had, I remember I had, I'm pretty sure I had all of these. I don't know if I had Iceman. I definitely had Mr. Sinister. I definitely had the Brood. The Brood was especially cool because I remember they didn't show, the, the Brood episode was fit. It was, was not fit for air for children. And then. Uh, oh, wow. Alleged, yeah, it was too. It was too violent. Uh, wow. also I want these. I want, I also want the fucking the, the sentinel that you could like put it together. Wait Fuck, a I'm what a child. While we're, we're talking about dumb childish shit. Yeah.
2: Can we talk about do you play survival mode on Skyrim? All I'm doing is eating. <laughs>
1: <laughs> You're playing Skyrim?
2: Yes, I, I'm playing oh, Skyrim. And firstly, let me say, I'm sorry for hating for so long. Uh, oh, it's dude, the best. On the Switch, it, when I am on a plane, there is something wildly satisfying about clearing a dungeon. Oh, yeah, dude. I, I mean, story be damned. I might just jump over to Diablo because I, I don't need story. know the story wanna, stupid. I just want to r- run through a dungeon trying to get loot and killing things. And because that's what I'm finding so interesting about Skyrim, I thought it was going to be, hey, you have moral choices all over the place, and and uh, no. you know, no, you just it, like these. There's characters that I would have thought would be, uh, hey, you have to make a decision about your allegiances here. Do you? Uh, no, you just fucking kill them. <laughs> you just, yeah. just kill everybody. No, it's so, the best. Uh, but I'm playing. I put it on survival mode where now I'm cold all the time and have to eat all the time have to sleep all the time. I mean, it's it's like more commit. It's like a Tamagotchi.
1: <laughs> no, that sucks the fun out of it. Uh, although I will say Skyrim gets less fun as you, once you level up so high that you're like unstoppable, it's like, it kind of, I, I like the early stages of the game where like you run into like a, a giant and he just like knocks the shit out of you. um, yeah, it's, oh, man, it's, if there's one thing, I wish I could wipe Skyrim from my brain so I could play it again for the first time. You
2: know, it, it, here's the thing. I You say that it's not fun when you level up to a point. Right now, playing as a wizard in the, and I was told this by a Skyrim G, playing as a wizard in your early levels is pain. It is, and, yeah. And... When when I level up to the point that I'm just blasting dudes, poltergeist <laughs> style across the fucking room, yeah, uh, I'm gonna be so I'm gonna I'm, I might play it for months. <laughs> you know, I mean, just blasting.
1: I might kill the entire population of Skyrim. If you're if you're playing as a wizard, then you should. Do, did you do the Mage Guild quest?
2: No, right now I am. Let's see what I've got. Uh, I'm Dragonborn, obviously. Yeah. So I have to. Uh, so I. I haven't when I tried to go and reach the elders or whoever the hell I got to talk to graybeards, uh, yeah. the graybeards. Thank you. I engaged in some side quest where I entered a drinking contest with some redneck mm. and then, and then woke up on the other side of Skyrim. <laughs> so, so now, <laughs> awesome. which is a funny gimmick. Yeah. So now, na- so now I'm working my way from the other side of Skyrim, uh, I'm not using fast travel in any way, no, uh, and, <laughs> and, and I'm trying to explore as much of the train as possible.
1: Yeah, uh, you should, just, so you should just you know how you can see on your like compass like things you haven't discovered. Uh, just try to discover everything. That's the joy I got out of the game. Like that's what I'm doing. Yeah, that's the that's the way to play it, in my opinion. Yeah, but you got to do the Mage's Guild quest because. Then you'll, when you complete that, you'll get like sick ass robes that like, just like they supercharge your, your magic. Okay. All right. What
2: about, what about, uh, uh, the vampire hunters? Do I join them?
1: Uh, yeah, definitely don't. I mean, there's, you will get an option to become a vampire
2: because the vampires vampires are bitch asses, man. I don't, I'm not with them.
1: It sucks. And when you contract, when you, you have to like get like, you should stock up on potions that can cure. If you cure the, if you use like a cure disease potion, you can nip the vampire in the bud. But like once you have a full day after you contracted vampirism, then it gets very annoying. Is that true? Yeah. Cause you have to, the only way then you you, like a cure disease won't cure it. And you'll have to, you'll have to break into people's homes to suck their bloods. Uh, otherwise oh you'll like die. And, but, but then also everyone hates you. Like they'll be able to tell that you're a vampire. So like villagers will just attack you. Like they'll okay. just, they'll just be like, Oh, you're disgusting. And like, no one will talk to you. Everyone treats you like shit. You have to go to like a wizard and get a soul gem that has, that has a soul enriched with it. Uh, in order. I don't, to- I don't even understand what a soul gem is. I don't even understand the leveling system. Cause it'll say,
2: 16 required 20 required 30 required. 30 what 30 like skill points it, that's not possible but or no because, as you
1: go up in level you get one skill point and then you add that to your skill tree
2: right but what but then the next skill in those skill trees says requires 30 but it can't be level 30 because i just got to requires 20 at level 16 so i don't understand it, it, you know I, I respect the game not telling you everything, but I, I'm, I'm playing something 20, what is this game, 11 years old, 13 years old? Uh, yeah, 2011
1: like, it came out. So
2: I'm like, uh, I'm really in the dark. I mean, I guess there's a wealth of information. I've also said this, playing it reminds me of my dead friend so much that, I, and I never get like that. We read all these comments on YouTube about. Uh, you know, I was watching the Star Report, and it reminds me of my dead dad, and blah blah, blah. And yeah. I, like like all all <laughs> these bizarre reminds me of my dead dads. Uh, but I playing this game. I have I just had a friend who he loved Morrowind. He loved uh like the uh, Oblivion, uh, Planes Planescape, Torment, Oblivion, like mm-hmm. all those type of games. He just loved them so much, and uh, I am just. I'll be playing this game enjoying myself and then like getting verklempt and just being like emotionally seized by the unfairness of this man's death.
1: You, you need to go <laughs> to, you need to go to a Skyrim video on YouTube and uh, type out a comment. That's your duty. Joins the
2: mage guild. And I'll be like, Oh, this, this one's from Matt. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. Rest easy, pal.
2: Hold on. Uh in the interest of being the worst podcast ever, give me one sec. Oh my uh,
1: god. It's an inside job, folks.
2: No, listen. Uh, I'm I'm opening uh Skyrim.
1: <laughs> oh, is that what's happening? Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. Bear
1: with me. Well, maybe we should maybe we should call it then and we can uh we can uh do a uh a bonus episode uh soon because you're you're what? You're home for 3 months now, yeah? Yes, I'm home for three months, actually for
2: four months, but I will have to re-up my visas some now.
1: Uh so I will have to leave the country in some
2: capacity. Is that right? Um come to LA so, chill. so you get 90-day visas. And mm-hmm. uh so me staying for four months is 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 less than ideal in some respects. Okay, so my my skill tree is just fucking lame, man, because I'm like a jack of all trades right now. You know what I mean? Like I want to specialize a little bit. Like, why should me? as a as a wizard-class guy, have a heavy armor. Like, why should my heavy armor be, be so high? That's not right. You know what I mean? Like, I, I want to be a goddamn wizard. Yeah, but you... Oh,
1: well, what? You're a lizard guy? I'm a lizard guy playing... I'm the lizard wizard, yeah. You're the lizard wizard. Uh, King Gizzard and the lizard wizard. Um, yeah, no, that's not a good... Well, because the, the, the races have certain, uh, you know, it's a, it's, it's a race science game really in a sense, you know, (laughs) and then that like certain races have, uh, um, they're better at certain things. So yeah, wizard guy is not who you, but I think I was a Nord, uh, uh, revealing my racism. Uh, I, I played the game as a Nord and I became a wizard and they're not necessarily conducive to that. I think if you want to be a wizard, you got to be one of the elves or some shit. But who the fuck wants to be an elf? Ew. That's what I'm saying. Come on. <laughs> We're getting it's, it's Skyrim racist.
2: Yeah, uh, uh, that'll be the next episode is Skyrim but, race science.
1: Well, but there's some of that in there. Like people are, aren't are some of the villagers mean to you because you're a lizard. Yeah, they,
2: they say be gone, Aragorian. Or or, or 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 the fucking the orcs who are an oppressed class and i would think there would be some fucking green solidarity are just fucking scum <laughs> to me they're yeah. fucking dirt bags to me i want to be like yo get this crabs in the barrel bullshit out of my like yo we're supposed to be elevating each other my man
1: i'm <laughs> supposed to be elevating did yeah. you come on uh yeah no it's it's uh but that begs the question, I mean, this game was made pre-Trump, uh, and and that's, I think, a feature that's been in many of the uh, Elder Scrolls games. I wonder if they will include that going forward. Mm. Are they going to have, is there going to be like a, a BLM storyline in the next uh, Elder Scrolls for like the... Oh, yeah, come on. <laughs> like uh yeah are they gonna go no imagine imagine if they did like orc live matter or something like that uh they're they're gonna they'll build it in somehow i mean it
2: depends though right like these games take years to make so some of the some of the sentiments are going to be like particularly dated or seem gauche
1: by the time they arrive yeah there's there's no question about that uh, I'm so glad you're into Skyrim now. How much of an incel did I sound like when I was talking about how to cure vampirism? That was pretty good. You got to <sighs> get a soul gem that has been charged with a soul. Like you can't just have an empty soul gem. You have to. So if you get the mace of of Molog Ball, uh, that has a power. Wait in a it. second. Wait a second. So, so
2: so that's the one where the fella he's he's a, a spirit that said uh, that's like you're my you have to go kill this priest for me now yes that guy right you yeah, got to yeah, do yeah. that that's
1: the mission i'm on that's the mission oh I'm on. you got to well do it because then you get his you get his mace and it has the power to charge soul gems which is a, okay. is really useful really useful because everyone you I kill still, uh it'll charge I what a
2: soul gem even does what does it do for
1: me you use it to charge your, uh, like, if you have weapons or clothing that you've uh, imbued with like magical powers, you need to recharge them. Uh, oh, otherwise, they, they, they stop working. So, like, if you have a sword that has like flame magic in it, so you hit someone with the sword and they'll burst into flames. Uh, yes. You need. Oh, that's soul-
2: why they're not set on fire anymore.
1: Yes. You need a soul gem to recharge the sword. But
2: what do I I, imagine if I
1: did anything practical with the capacity my brain has crazy it's crazy (laughs) (laughs) you need yeah no so once you get the mace of Malak ball you'll once you you'll kill people in the game and like you know when you kill a bandit or I think when you kill animals sometimes it'll automatically charge empty soul gems that you have in your inventory Mm. yeah you that's an essential weapon um and then, yeah, you'll be able to charge everything like you're, you know, uh, it's that that's really important, especially if you want to be a wizard. Oh, I want to play Skyrim. Yo, when they come out with Elder Scrolls six. Uh, whatever's going on in my life. It's going out the window. I mean, I mean, that's how a lot of people feel. Yeah, I can't wait, But it's never going to it's going to come out when I'm 52. So. Yeah, that's exactly right. We got time. You might be in retirement, but let's see. Elder Scrolls six i'll be so excited what's the news uh really uh let me get here
0: there's nothing
1: man they put out like a (laughs) teaser trailer like fucking six years ago and there's never been an update since they keep just remaking skyrim for new systems it's such bullshit Elder Scrolls six launch date. When Bethesda released the trailer, it noted that the game was in pre-production last year. It was real. The game is still in pre-production. Oh my God. It's never coming out. Yeah,
2: I mean, it's gotta come like this one has made so much, so much goddamn money. They just keep releasing.
1: Well, it's like, it's like GTA six that that shit's never going to come out either. Actually, they're saying they they the, the weirdo, you want to talk about weirdos that pay attention to like box office, box office and shit like that. They're weirdos that pay attention to uh, earnings calls for game companies, oh, and that yeah. and that did you hear? about the GTA Six on an on a, on a on a Rockstar Games earnings call, they expect a significant increase in capital between uh, the late twenty twenty four, early twenty Q Q4 2024, <laughs> Q 2024, Q Q one two of twenty twenty five, and they're like, this has to be GTA Six. It's like maybe, yeah, I guess yeah, maybe,
2: or, or they they're going mobile or whatever. It could be yeah. a lot of things, but yeah, but I, but uh, listen, I'm glad some weird sniper is doing that so that I don't, I can get my little news.
1: Well, yeah, I mean, it's it's probably keeping some people from killing themselves. I imagine that's right. You know, like uh, you got you, know, you got to have these little things on the horizon. Yeah, that's. Uh, I mean, that's all
2: when people say i didn't kill myself because you know whatever i was afraid my my mother would find my body or yeah you know it's like i don't know man what about what about GTA 6
1: <laughs> what about GTA 6 bro what about uh, <laughs> killers of the flower moon that's it comes out soon you got to see oh that. Uh, yeah. listen
2: all right we got to do an episode we got to do our follow up episode soon cuz i got a lot to say all um, right
1: um what's do uh, well we'll do we'll we'll put this one out tomorrow as the main and then yep. we'll do a little, we'll do a, we'll have a bonus episode for people.
2: That'd be delightful.
1: All right, everybody. Patreon.com slash worst possible timeline. You get it. That's where you get the bonus episodes, uh, extra content. You want it. You know, you want it. Uh, Bomba. We'll catch you next time. Mm. It is now 2024. And the choice is up to you. Do you listen to good podcasts, or do you listen to bad ones? Well, we've got a suggestion for you. How about you listen to a good podcast for the first time in your miserable life? I can think of one. Overnight Drive. Going Strong. Eleven Years Now. The Podcast About Nothing. Your favorite podcast's favorite podcast. Do you enjoy nothing? (laughs) Ha, so do we. Why don't you come over and check it out. And stop listening to other podcasts. Thank you.